welcome, welcome, welcome to Real Job Talk, the podcast with practical advice for mid-career professionals. I'm Kat Troyer. And I'm Liz Bronson. Hello, Kat. Hey, Liz. How's it going? Been kind of a crazy week, Kat. I'm not going to lie. Big week? Big week. (laughs) Tell us, tell us, tell us. So I made a really big decision, as you very well know, because you have supported me wonderfully through it. I made my consultancy dormant. Uh, So don't know that it's done forever, but it's done for right now. And I had to say goodbye to all my clients and make sure they were taken care of. And I took a full-time job as the VP of People at Support Logic, which is a Series B startup uh, based in San Jose. So I have been starting and getting myself onboarded and uh, got inspiration for this episode. Congratulations, Liz. I am super excited for you. And uh, on a personal note, I'm excited that your company is located uh, less than an hour drive from where I live. So hopefully I'll get to see you in person more often. I can guarantee it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, cool. I know you're, I know you're going to rock that role and let's talk about your first week in a role. Like, you know, Uh from, from a general perspective, Yeah. how can we set ourselves up for success when we're in a new role? Totally. Let's, let's definitely talk about it because it's different in every place, right? Mm -hmm. You know, there's some places that are really big and they've got like step-by-step by by video, by video, by video Mm -hmm. instructions. And there are others, you know, that are more startup-y that it's like, okay, (laughs) I'm going to onboard myself. Yeah. So like, we're going to talk generally knowing that there's a spectrum from like, here's your first three months mapped out for you to figure it out, friend. And there's everything in between. Right. And so usually there's programs at the beginning, especially to talk about the company and the products and how things work. You're often given computer and logins and walkthrough benefits and stuff like that. So that is the general like onboarding stuff is to like get you into the systems basically. And like you mentioned, every company has a, a different kind of scope for that. Like some companies have week-long orientations. Mm-hmm. Other companies, you're going to be lucky if you get two hours with your <laughs> HR person to fill out paperwork and to yeah. give you the lay of the land. Yeah. So, so either way, we're hoping by the end of this episode, you're going to feel a little more equipped to mm-hmm. navigate your first job in a role, regardless of whether you're working in a very organized company or mm-hmm. or you're working for a startup like Liz's. Yeah. And I want to make sure we're differentiating. There's onboarding, like the HR stuff, right? which the HR stuff, I'm going to put the like, this is what we do as a company. And this is who does what, like, here's mm-hmm. our org chart under that. But I'm and also this is really... our company mission and values. And yes, you know, right. Here's our history, et cetera. Yes, all that is like under that HRE umbrella, Mm -hmm. but also their goal is to make sure you're signed up for benefits and that you're aware of the benefits Mm -hmm. and things like that. Like your paycheck, here's your pay stuff, or here's your checking account, like who's your emergency contact, like all Mm -hmm. that stuff is HR's goal for you for day week one from a paperwork perspective. Mm -hmm. But there's so much more to onboarding, isn't there, Liz? Oh my gosh, like that's not, I mean, not to be, not to put down our HR colleagues, but that's not onboarding. Like that's right. paperwork. Yeah. So 
that has to be done, right? When you start a new company, you want to make sure they have your bank account so you get paid. But onboarding is really about figuring out how to do your job. Mm -hmm. And that's the part that some companies get really well. And some, it's a work in progress. Right. So you need to learn how to navigate regardless. Uh huh. And so, like, Kat, for your first day in terms, or first week, I should say, because day one, who knows, you might be at HR stuff all day. But what do you think you need to do, like, ASAP in terms of how do I do this job? Well, I think it's really important that on your first day, you have a meeting with your manager. And ideally, you're going to get the lay of the land. And also some expectations will be spoken about, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I remember coaching my niece who accepted a job last year and really kind of encouraging her to make sure that she was so clear on her goals. Like what were the expectations for first month, for the first 90 days, for the first six months and for the first year. Mm-hmm. And even if, even if your manager doesn't have those things all like laid out yet, mm-hmm. just asking those questions and being forward thinking will help you to be more successful in the role. So if, if the answers are there, great. That's your roadmap. Yep. If the answers aren't there, then it's your responsibility to manage up and to get that roadmap in place for yourself. Yeah. And that's the important thing. No one, you know, if, if the answers aren't there, it's on you to do that. And mm-hmm. that's, that's why uh, it's just so important to be self-driven in your career these days. It really is. And so in my ideal world with hearts, flowers, and rainbows, of course, your manager put themselves on your calendar front and center. As soon as you're done with that paperwork, it's manager time. And in an ideal world, they've set you up with a mentor, someone you can go do with all those silly questions and someone who's going to sit with you and show you what Slack groups to join and show you the norms of the company and all that good stuff. But that doesn't always happen. And it gets even funkier when you're remote, right? Because mm-hmm. no one can just drop you off and be like, sit in Susie's cube for the next week and see how she does it. And like, watch and, wa- you know, ghost and watch what's happening, which is so important for so many roles. Yeah. Um, but when you're working virtually, that's got to be, that can happen. It just, there's a different level there, right? There's, there's a yes. little bit more planning involved. So whether your employer has planned it all out for you, which would be great or not, we're going to give you some guidelines to help you feel confident and to navigate your first week and to really rock your first week. Yeah, but I really love what you said, Kat, about asking your manager, all right, what are you looking mm-hmm. for from me in this mm-hmm. role? What will you see as success in this role? And sometimes they might not know. Right, and like, that's okay. My role's brand new. Mm-hmm. I'm defining it. Right. There was no job description. Right. There still isn't. I'm defining it. And yes, it's different. you know, at the executive level or whatever, but not necessarily. But so even if that job description isn't there, which in most situations, if you, if you accept a job, the job description is going to be there, but yeah, but the expectations of what your manager wants, you want to be really clear on that because those are, those are the expectations that you are going to manage up to. For sure. Absolutely. So what else? Besides your manager, uh-huh. you want to make sure that you connect with a colleague who's yes. in a role in a role that is similar to yours and ideally on day one, because once you create that kind of connection with a colleague that is maybe, you know, doing a role similar to yours, that's mm-hmm. the person that you can ask questions that you might not want to be bombarding your manager with. 
mm-hmm. right? About how things are done at the company or what's the real deal here, right? You know, starting to put those connections together, ideally on day one, mm-hmm. you know, ask them, what are the, the norms here? You know, do people yeah. use Slack and how do they use Slack and are there groups and what do I need to know? Yeah. Um, what do people use email for versus Slack versus a different, you know, pick mm-hmm. up the phone? Like, you're going to have your own flavor of how you do things. Like some people are more of a phone person, some people more of an email person, whatever. But you want to kind of hear how others do it. Because especially in the beginning, you want to do a little mirroring. Right. Right. Because mirroring will help you to establish fit. And connection. Mm -hmm. But yeah, find that buddy or mentor like, and say, hey, can I sit in with you on a meeting, a call? Just watch what you're doing. Make sure you have some observation time in seeing someone else do the job. But it's really important to have that go-to person. And maybe you met them in the interview process Mm -hmm. or they're they're the only other person with your same title. So it's them by default. Mm -hmm. And you know, you want to be a little bit careful to not show you your like fears and stuff like that. But every company has its own language, norms, acronyms, and not knowing them coming in is normal. And so those kinds of questions are absolutely important for you to get your arms around. So Liz, talk to us a little bit more about finding a buddy if you're not assigned a mentor. Hmm. So I think something you might ask your manager, say, hey, manager, who should I go do with little questions or who in the group should I be shadowing? So sometimes it's not a bad thing. If Kat's my manager, I say, hey, Kat, who in the group should I be shadowing? Mm -hmm. That's not, that's a good thing to ask. That's Mm -hmm. being proactive. That's, and you're not being like, oh, Kat, I don't have anyone to follow. How am I supposed to learn this? Like that's obnoxious, but be like, hey, who should I be learning from? Mm -hmm. They have someone in mind. Mm -hmm. They'll find you someone. So if you don't know someone or haven't met them through the interview process or haven't been assigned someone, ask your manager who you should go to. Cause you're trying to take your, questions about slack norms off their plate right right and so that's going to be that that's what i would do is ask in a really non-accusatory way so yeah what what we're saying is you know in that first week really take some time to map out who the helpers are going to be in your world right maybe it's it Maybe it's the office manager. Mm -hmm. Um, See who really, you know, who's really running the show and make sure to introduce yourself. These, these are people that you want to be genuinely kind with. Um, And when you are, people remember that and they will be more than happy to help you. Mm -hmm. And so, because ultimately, all right, I'll tell you a problem that's going on for me this week. I can't get Chrome extensions. And so like, I need to ask and find out and be really gracious and be like, Hey, can you help me? I don't know what's going on. Or this is above my pay grade or, Mm -hmm. you know, and then when they help, Oh my goodness, thank you. And you give them the screenshot and you show them exactly what you're seeing to make it Mm -hmm. easy so that they don't have to be Mm -hmm. diagnosing. Mm -hmm. And then you're really, really grateful and you say, thank you. And it goes such a long way. That's key right there. That's going to pay off big time in the long run. Big time. So surprise, surprise, here at Real Job Talk, we're telling you to be kind. No way! Yes! (laughs) And that pays off. Amazing. Another little tip is when you get access to stuff, whether it's shared drives or OneNote, 
or Slack or whatever. You're going to be added to a bunch of channels and you want to ask your mentor which ones to join. Clearly, it's up to you. Do you join the dog one or the cat one or the animals one? (laughs) Or both, or both. Or all, all of the above for me. But you want, you're going to be in your, your different job related groups and stuff. Take up some time in that week, first week to be a little bit of a spy. You, yes. When when you get added, you can go back in time. And so you want to see how people are interacting. You want to see what they're saying. You want to kind of catch yourself up. Yeah, the first the first few weeks, that's that's really important, Liz. The first few weeks, it's really important to put on the observer hat. Yeah. And to take in as much as possible. This is a, this is the time for that osmosis to happen, right? <laughs> yes. And maybe not share all of your thoughts and opinions initially, right? Because you're new, you're learning, you're soaking it all in. Of course, if someone asks your asks your opinion, then certainly you know you can share your opinion. And I'm, yes. I, I, you know, we're we're pro on sharing opinions. But mm-hmm. the first couple of weeks, the best thing you can do is come and observe, see how things work. And insert yourself whenever you can to help with the process to make things better. Yes. And I one little addition to what you just said, I agree. Like when you're asked, absolutely have an opinion, but you might want to use that caveat. I'm still learning how mm-hmm. we do it here, but this is what I think from my experience. Yes. So you want to be careful to make a definite statement about an opinion until you know all the facts for this environment. Mm Because this environment is going to be different from another one that you've been in. So definitely have opinions based on your experience, but give yourself the little wiggle room of an out to be able to change your mind. I'm still new here, so I'm still figuring things out. So (laughs) this is what I think, but you know, I may have a different answer in a couple of weeks. I have been starting every meeting I have with today's day four. Or mm-hmm. today's day five. So I don't know diddly squat, but. <laughs> <laughs> right. So I've got, I, I feel like until I get to at least 12, I'm good. Like yeah. it's just, if when I'm still counting on my fingers, you got to give me a lot of room. <laughs> That's true. That's true. So I think new jobs have tons of unknowns uh-huh. and new hire energy is real. And you need to have that energy and stamina in order to get yourself ramped up. And Mm -hmm. really, like, this is so important. The first three to six months, it's going to be intense. The learning curve is there, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, you're going to be, you're going to be learning things. And in six months, you're going to have the lay of the land. You're going to be really clear on where you're going. Um, But give yourself the time and make sure you've got the energy. So make sure you're taking good care of yourself. One of the things that I asked Liz before we started recording today is, are you still working out in the morning? Mm-hmm. Right? And she said, absolutely. Right. I mean, so, you know, there's certain, the, the self-care things that you do to take care of yourself. Don't stop doing them once you start a new job, because you're mm-hmm. so busy because you want to keep your energy level high. So you want to do mm-hmm. the things that help you to do that. A hundred percent. I talk about new higher energy a lot. New higher energy is a real thing. Mm-hmm. And like I have a friend who's going through a tough time at home right now and she got approached for a job. And I just said to her really plainly, like, do you have energy for a new job right now? Mm-hmm. She's right. like, no. Can you be at your best for a new job right now? And the answer was no. And that doesn't mean that in six months 
she is not going to be the greatest new hire ever, but mm-hmm. today she doesn't have new hire energy. Did you give her advice on how to navigate that? No, I did. I told her to tell the recruiter that she's working on a very big project and she will be available in about six months. Perfect. Perfect. So that see how that's keeping the door open for future mm-hmm. discussions. Yes. But I implore people before starting a new job to do a lot of self-care and take care of yourself so that you have that energy. Mm-hmm. And you have to think what's happening in my life right now. Am I going through a big life change? And mm-hmm. you know, is my routine topsy-turvy? New jobs take a ton. Yep. And so know that it's a marathon, know there's a ton to do, know that you don't have to get everything done day one, week, one month, one Mm -hmm. year one, but also before you think about a new job and think about all this stuff, you have to think, do I have the energy to relearn everything Mm -hmm. for this new place? And if the answer is no, not right now, that's an okay answer. Oh yeah. Not right now is a great answer. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. better than yes. And then six months later, burn mm-hmm. out. Right. I remember when, when you approached me, Liz, about this podcast and I said, you know what, this is a really great idea. Not the right time. Let's talk again in six months. Yeah. And I think, you know, I think it was within six months to a year that we started recording. Right. But you got to know, you got to know your capacity, right? That's, that's, mm-hmm. that's an important part of being a professional, no matter what you do. Yes. And, and it's all about right timing. Right. I had a conversation with one of my mentees today and she sent me a draft of a, of an email that was going to go to her boss. And I responded, I said, I don't think this is the right time for you to send this email. Remember with mm-hmm. communication, you want to be aware of timing. Timing is everything. Like timing, yes. may, timing may be more important than content. And then you have to look at the context as well. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's timing, content, and context. And if, you know, those things need to line up for successful communication. Yes, so. 100%. So new jobs are great. I personally can't wait to have things figured out so that I feel like <laughs> I have my breath. But they do take a lot of energy and they take a lot of thought. And not only do you want the place you're working on to think about how to onboard, you need to think about how do I make sure I have what I need to be successful. And that's a lot of different things. That's key. So it's really important that you know what your manager expects from you, as well as, you know, what your personal life allows for right now, right? When Hopefully if you've accepted the new job, everything's lined up and you can just focus on what you need to, you know, what you need to do to meet the expectations for the role. Absolutely. A hundred percent. And if you need us, we are here. And if you have any great tips about being successful in new jobs, I need them. So (laughs) send them our way. We'd love to hear them. Until next time. This is Real Job Talk, a podcast about jobs, careers, and what's not said at the water cooler. Our website with all Real Job Talk related information is realjobtalk.com. We'd love to hear from you. Please send us your questions, topics you'd like to talk about, and real job talk stories. And you may find them featured on a future episode. Use the website or email us at realjobtalk at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at realjobtalk. 
and on Instagram and Facebook at Real Job Talk Show. My name is Kat Troyer. You can find me on Twitter at Daily Cat, and on LinkedIn, you can find me via Kathleen Nelson Troyer. And I'm Liz Bronson. On Twitter, I'm at Liz Beeks and Salt. And on LinkedIn, I'm Liz Bronson. Real Job Talk is a Tech Reckoning production. Our producer is John Mark Troyer. Our graphic artists are Lexi and Zachary Bronson. And we're here by the water cooler waiting to talk with you. <laughs>